Welcome to the Pulse Podcast. I'm Amelia Sullivan. This podcast series expands on notable articles originally published at APTA's Pulse blog for PT and PTA students so they can reach a wider audience. In this episode, we talk with Nate Pryor, a U.S. Army veteran who served in Afghanistan and a current PT student. Nate tells us about his heroic journey that led him to PT school, how the military has prepared him to be a clinician, and how he hopes to give back to the veteran population in the future. Here's our conversation with Nate. Okay, Nate, so do you mind telling us the story that you describe in your blog post that, as you stated, shifted your thinking and purpose? Yeah, so about eight years ago now, yeah, wow, eight years ago now, um, I was in Afghanistan with the U.S. Army. We were there from 2009 to 2010, and we were in the southern part of Afghanistan, and this was about, I don't know, two to three months into our 13-month deployment, and we went on a three-day air assault that was supposed to just be a recon mission. And on the um, second day of the three-day air assault, we were searching houses and decided to um, set up a defensive position in the house. And while we were there, um, we decided that uh, since we weren't getting attacked or anything, we were going to go search the surrounding village for um, arms or cash or anything like that. And it was supposed to be my squad that was going to go search, but none of my guys were ready. So my fellow squad leader in my platoon said that he would take it and I would just take the next two. And well, they were clearing the village. Um, my fellow squad leader, who was also my best friend at the time, uh, stepped on an IED and him and two of my fellow platoon mates died along with, um, a couple of Afghan national police officers. And, um, it was really hard. I don't know. I cried for days straight. Um, I don't know. It was a decision that I definitely regret and definitely changed my life. I thought for the worst at the moment, but definitely change it for the better. Wow, that's so powerful, and I'm so, so sorry for your loss. Can you tell us a little bit about after you returned from Afghanistan and that experience that gave you insight to pursue PT as your career path? So after I returned from Afghanistan, um, we went on about a month's leave, and, well, I'll preface it by saying, while I was in Afghanistan, I was having some um, internal bleeding issues, and they wanted to send me back to the States, and I refused. And then when we got back, I went on a month leave, and then when I got back to Fort Carson in Colorado, they did a whole bunch of tests on me, and um, I got diagnosed with Crohn's disease, and... The military basically said I was of no use to them anymore because with that disease, I'm undeployable because I can't get my medication in different parts of the world that we're um, currently fighting in and stuff. So they decided they were going to medically retire me, and during the medical retirement process, which took about a year, um, I just saw the horrible mistreatment of my fellow soldiers 
um, they basically just threw us to the side and said that we have no use to them anymore. They didn't want to pay for medical care. That we were basically just sitting around waiting for our paperwork to get done so that we could get out and see the VA for medical care because they didn't want to pay for it anymore. So that just made me realize that there was something that since I still was able to do something about that, that I wanted to do something about that. And that's what brought me to physical therapy. So you just happened to experience physical therapy at the VA or be exposed to it? I was actually thinking about different ways that I could still be of service to my brothers and sisters in the military um, without actually being in the military. And I was going through, like, medical careers, and I was thinking about doing counseling. Um, but then I was uh, ended up at, at a physical therapist, an outpatient physical therapist that the VA sent me to, and he was just amazing. He worked on my knees that I um, hurt in Afghanistan, and they felt a lot better, and it was just talking with him and seeing his passion for the career and how much he liked to help people, I just felt like it would be a good career for me, even though I never thought I would be in a medical career ever in my life. But, um, yeah, and then I ended up talking with my counselor at the VA, and he told me to call Regis, the score I'm at now, and talk to the PT program, and I did. And as soon as I started talking to the guy, who was the dean of the program, I just was like, yeah, that's the right place for me. I need to go to Regis. So, yeah. And now for a quick break. From discounts to exclusive content, APTA offers more membership benefits than ever before. But you can't take advantage of all these benefits if you don't know what's available. So visit APTA.org benefits and start maximizing your membership today. Now let's return to the show. I feel like there's things that happen in life uh, that are really challenging and hard and they put you on a path that eventually leads you to meeting this amazing PT in your case and leads to opening new doors and you know when you stop to think about it it's truly amazing and humbling. So next question, what are you thinking you'll bring from your experience in the military in Afghanistan that'll serve you as a future physical therapist? I feel like it already has influenced, I mean, my future as a physical therapist. Um, I'm very service-oriented. Um, I really love just helping people, and I've done, I don't know how many service projects with Regis. I've done a, quite a few service opportunities with them and started my own service opportunities at Regis for other people to join. I just really love helping people, and I think my service in the military gave me a passion for learning about other people and where they come from and why they do what they do and the things that drive them because everyone in our platoon or our company or our unit, whatever, was from different walks of life and different religious backgrounds and cultural backgrounds. And it was awesome getting to know everybody and then being in Afghanistan and actually getting to know the locals and we had some younger kids who 
worked for us to make money for their families, and we would teach them English while we were over there, and they would teach us um, Afghani, and it was an awesome experience, and it just made me want to get to know people on a more personal level and instead of just, oh, this is my patient. I, I want to know their why they decide to live their life, how they live their life, and make the decisions they make. And um, it also just gave me a huge passion for travel. So since I've been out, I've been to eight or nine different countries. And whenever I go to a country, I don't go to the tourist spots. I go to the local spots just so that I can get to know the country and the people who live there and the culture. And I actually just did my last clinical in the summer in um, Italy for eight weeks. And that was a mind-blowing experience and just getting to know your patient and what really drives and motivates them and what their goals are. And I think that's really what the military gave me and um, is allowing me to bring to the PT world. And also on a side note, um, so my best friend who died while we were in Afghanistan, I got a tattoo for him on my forehead. And um, at both clinics that I had my clinicals at, I've actually worn short sleeve shirts and everyone loves the tattoo and I feel like it a great icebreaker and people ask about the tattoo and want to get to know why I have the tattoo and then they'll tell me about themselves. And it's a great way to get to know the patient and a great way to let the patient into my life, which just builds the, the bond and trust between us so that we can actually work together to achieve what they want to achieve. Oh, I totally agree. What a powerful story to go along with your tattoo. But that's also a great way to get to know someone pretty quickly on an intimate level. Okay, so in your article for the APTA Pulse blog, you wrote, I quote, I witnessed lack of care and meaningful treatment. I was repulsed, end quote. You said that's what inspired you to become a PT. So with all that said, what does quality of care look like to you, whether it's for wounded warriors or for anyone else? And what kind of care do you want to provide to your patients in the future? So to me, quality care is more than just actually caring for the diagnosis or impairment that we're actually seeing. Um, I feel like as a physical therapist or a medical doctor or whoever, you need to actually take into account who the person is and what they want to get back to and the goals they have and where they were and especially where they were before injury, impairment, diagnosis, whatever happened. And um, like I was saying before, I think those soft skills and being able to relate to the patient and figuring out what actually makes them tick and what their goals are and what they see as a great quality of life is are extremely important for quality of care because, I mean, I could just go fix somebody's impairment and that doesn't change their quality of life or help them reach the goal that they actually want to reach and I feel like that's a disservice to the patient just yeah being there 100% for the patient do you mind if we expand on this a little bit more going back to what I quoted before where you said you were repulsed when being treated as a veteran was it the lack of consideration of goals like you were just talking about or lack of empathy for patients 
or what specifically was so jarring for you? Yeah, I guess it, you hit it on the head, like the transactional manner, like um, you just go in there, they're like, oh, you need this prescription, go fill this prescription, and then we'll see you in six months or something like that. Um, instead of being like, oh, this is your condition, um, what do you want to do medically-wise so that you can get to where you want to be? Like for me, I always thought I was going to make a career out of the military. I loved the military. Um, if I had the treatment that I feel should be provided to people and the quality of care I feel should be provided to people, maybe I wouldn't be here. Maybe I would still be in the military. So uh, it's kind of a double-edged sword for me, but I think for patients, you have to do what's best for them. And that's understanding where they want to be and the goals they have. And now for a quick break. Connect, learn, choose DC at the 2019 APTA Combined Sections Meeting. Join over 12,000 innovative and dedicated professionals in downtown Washington, DC for the largest physical therapy conference in the country. With the latest in clinical research presented by all 18 of APTA specialty sections, join us at CSM on January 23rd through 26th. Register before Wednesday, December 5th, and save 20% off on-site rates. Register today at APTA.org CSM. Now, let's return to the show. So during your time in the military, you experienced things many of us can't and won't ever truly understand. And not to trivialize it, but did those challenges and that experience prepare you at all for PT school? PT school is not easy by any means. And um, yeah, I just want to throw that out there. But um, I don't know. I've always, ever since the military, been pretty relaxed when it comes to school, I guess. I don't really stress out about assignments. I don't stress out about tests. I mean, it is what it is. I'm going to pass or I'm going to fail, I guess. I mean, I study and I do the work and um, I just don't like, yeah, I don't dwell on on the assignment or the test coming up. For example, we just had our comprehensive exam. Everyone was like freaking out about it and I was like, yeah, it is what it is. I'll study and do what I got to do and if I pass, I pass. If I don't, I don't. And just going through the whole medical retirement program and actually seeing people die, and it just showed me that it isn't always about me. And being in PT school with a whole bunch of people who are younger than me and don't have the experiences I have, it really showed me that I need to use those to help people and not just be like, oh, I have that experience, so I'm better than you and I know more than you. It's, I have this experience, so how can I use that to help you either through a class in PT school or through finding who you are as a person and who you want to be as a clinician or what you want to achieve as a patient? Um, and I think that's probably my strongest skill I have is just using the advantages I've had in life and also the experiences I've had in life to help people who haven't been able to have those experiences and probably never will, and people who haven't had the advantages I've had to actually 
be able to become the person that they want to be. In the blog post that you wrote for the Pulse blog, you talked a lot about your love for your GPT program and what it's meant to you to be part of the physical therapy community. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so Regis is a a small private Jesuit university in Denver, Colorado, and um, five out of our first six semesters, we have a service project we have to do. Um, We get to choose what it is. for example, one of my service opportunities was a weekend at Easter Seals Camp with children who needed adaptive technology to communicate. And my um, kiddo had a iPad that he needed to communicate. And at first, he was really standoffish and didn't like me. I mean, I'm a six foot one, two hundred pound power lifter who is pretty scary, I guess, to say the least. Um, But we got to know each other, and I actually, like, put on one of my uh, female classmates' Jaguar onesies and ran around the forest with him because it was, like, safari day, and he just loved it. He thought it was the funniest thing ever, which this thing, this outfit was about three sizes too small for me, but I got in it somehow. Don't ask me how. But um, his one goal there was to climb a rock wall that they had there that was about 30 feet high, and he had never left the ground before. And me and him worked worked our way up to it, and I got him to climb the rock wall, and he got to the top, and he um, was so happy. And you could just tell that it was like a dream come true for him, and I actually started crying, and I feel like that experience right there, like, allow me to become a a more compassionate practitioner and someone who wants to see the best for everybody and someone who will to see the best for everybody. Yeah, it's just, it really is a huge family. I've been at Regis for seven years now, and it's going to be hard to leave in May. I've been talking about actually getting a PhD and going back and teaching at Regis, so (laughs) we'll see what happens. All right, last question for you. Now that you're nearing the end of your school experience and moving on to the clinic, what are your plans for serving the veteran community as a clinician? I've been thinking a lot about this. Um, And in undergrad, I actually wrote a business plan for creating a nonprofit that would see homeless veterans for free. Um, Homeless veterans who can't get the VA insurance or anything like that, um, I want to make a place that can see them pro bono and not have to charge them for their services. But I definitely want to get experience first. Um, There's no way I'm going right out of school and opening a clinic. So what kind of experience I want to get or where that's going to take me, I'm pretty open to anything right now. I know I want to do a orthopedic um, certification, and I think I want to do a uh, manual fellowship eventually. But yeah, the goal is in about five years to open a tactical athlete clinic that would work on military, police, fire, and EMS. And it's definitely something I'm really passionate about. And going through this process, um, I would also want to create a nonprofit branch of it where I would still be able to see homeless veterans. 
Well, that's an inspiring goal to say the least. So Nate, first, thank you so much for your service to this country. And thank you so much for joining us today to talk about it. You're welcome. That was a great pleasure. I'm happy we were able to do this. To read Nate's original blog post from Loss, A Calling, How War Led Me to Become a Physical Therapist, visit the Pulse blog at apta.org pulse. APTA podcasts like this one are available on iTunes and Google Play or visit apta.org slash podcasts. I'm Amelia Sullivan. Thanks for listening.